asks not what can I do for my party but what can I do for my country, in memory of JFK by JLR. I confess, I'm a political poet, and an advocate of freedom at any cost. So each of us has the responsibility to save our country from totalitarian principles. My message today is not political, it's a prayer to keep America great. I've attached some of my poems of the important one is my America the Bountiful is attached. Please listen to it and think of our country that represents those freedoms, being threatened by those who are in big government, most for their whole life, feeling the common sense Americans are lost to their inferior intellect. Hillary, a progressive, called us deplorables. Our great struggle, has asked not what can I do for my party, but what can I do for my country, in memory of JFK a great order, and his speechwriter Ted Sorensen, brings us the brink of what happened to the Dutch, Britain, Romans, as the great societies. That is wealth and land and gold are more important than the rights of those who work for that reason. Not collectively, but individually, not the greater good but the individual commitment to wealth, prosperity, good health for all those who learn to earn for a skill to build. Teach me to fish, not give me the fish. Earning it to feed thyself, as stated in a Bible we should live by. America the Bountiful, is in my opinion losing our culture to those habits, lifestyles, principles, beliefs that distort what the individual is expected to do for themselves not their party, or their government. The parties and governments are not to dictate habits, lifestyles, principles and beliefs, but are responsible to keep the culture safe and secure while encouraging, teaching, enabling those principles. Currently, we have lost our way to more progressive principles enunciated by the intellectual and established elite. In their view government is the overseer of the values, behavior, activities, using the rule of law against those who disagree. This is the final step to an authoritarian government passing thousands of laws, regulations to control our behavior, and freedoms. Each level of government federal, state, local propose 40,000 legislative bills per year. Why? Because we call them lawmakers, and to be a lawmaker you must be an attorney, preferably Harvard or Yale trained, or wealthy to qualify to run for any office. Thus, we voters have monetized our government, and institutions 99% chasing the American dream controlled by those who dream dollars not common sense. This is why the polls say our Congress rates a 12% approval from the rest of us. Then we elect a president who is only qualified to run for that office because of a wealthy backer that are now for government rule using the golden rule, those with the gold shell rule, a communist philosophy. The creation of this is the two-party political system, with third parties farcical, as they don't have a platform or solutions to the problems being made by the 545 who rule. 100 senators, 435 House members, 9 justices and 1 president, all wealthy, who are lifetime bureaucrats, making the rules for the many not the few who cause the problems, calling us deplorable using issues to be tabled, praising themselves while they fight to the death of the American dream. Gridlock is the red and the blue parties when they control the monotics to get elected in the first place, and sustain power to control the results of each, and every election. Any other party challenging that control of a uni-party filibuster between McCoys and Hatfields vying for the spoils of taxes, entitlements, trade, capital derivative stock market, and central banking for control. Lenin, Marx, Mao, Stalin, Hitler, Mussolini, Gaddafi, Castro misused this strategy to keep the many at bay, and the few basking in the wealth, property ownership, destruction of laissez-faire Americanism. How did that work out for anyone but the gold diggers? Okay. It may not be your politics that's putting your party first over our country. But without a viable third-party swing vote that can referee the direction and priorities of America we have a gridlocked hypocrisy. So, it is time for you to ask not what can I do for my party but what can I do for my country. JLR founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Swing Vote Political Party. www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org 
This is uh, recording number two of my favorite poem in uh, my poetry book, The Eighth Wonder of the World. It's called My America, the Bountiful. My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see, and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference. It's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework so they'll be able to see their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for the good of the country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance, and knowing as they grow up they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny. It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps towards a better life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's the feeling when you can unchain your dog and watch her run, free for the at least a little while to watch the expression on her face when she re she's released from the shackles and the sadness that reappears when she must be chained. My America is the freedom of choice to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest my capital I have saved in ventures I want to take for the good of my family and my country. Continued. My country is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions, and my dreams to those who want to listen, and to those enemies of America, of the America way, who in themselves have not discovered America. My America is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky and warm sun, being able to complete the, its cycle from bloom to plumage to autumn, to a dormant grave only to rise again. My America is the personal commitment to grab opportunities that will better the country and to set an example for those who follow. What you give must be in proportion to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, and the earth from our grasp. For in our America, and the world resources are limited. The energy, though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute, the more free we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful. Oh yes, my America, the vision of the poet, the words of the orator, and the minds of the leaders be kind, be patient, be wise, but above all, humble to the reasons and the heritage of our freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine is mine America, as the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So help us, God. Amen. Uh, this is a poem in the Tenth Wonder of the World. Uh, it's called The Land. The land upon 
which we walk, the land upon which our boot heels tread, the land upon which our hands guide the stalk, the land upon which we lay our dead. This land is ours while we're here. This land will give us as much as it can take. This is why we must hold it oh so dear, leaving it in place for our children's sake. The land is so beautiful in the spring, holding to its breast the voice of nature, uplifting with life to bring, with, for without it there will be no creature. We cultivate its fertility, we seem to ignore, it, ignore its scarcity, we find hope in its stability, and when it's over we inherit its sanctity. In the summer we watch the crops bloom into harvest, hoping that the cycle never stops, providing food to feed our nests. In green and black skin, its green and black skin is only the surface. God is there, no doubt. Beneath is our spirit and our purpose, spreading life all about. In the fall, as the leaves settle to the land, getting ready to go to sleep, why don't mortals understand why nature's children need peace to keep? Times have told us to feed the land. Don't forsake it just for today. Replenish thus our contraband, lest the very soul of man will decay. As the winter curtain drops its veil over the eyes of those that hibernate, the cycle slows to almost stale, putting us humans in a blissful state. The land must stand and never fall. The land is the very roots of everything. The land is the soul of mother, father, of all. The land has so much more to which we cling. So dig the dirt and drop the seed, pick its fruit and curse its weed. But please don't forego the need to sing out to nature's creed. Your land is my land. Yours is to till at my will. If you use it, God be damned if you abuse it. With this statement of inconvenient truth, supported by all, even the youth, that our good earth must sustain its natural worth. Through our committed conservation, reading the signs of deterioration, knowing salvation isn't deprivation, but needs an alliance of each nation to serve Mother Nature's value as all individuals conserve, then preserve her for our very survival's nerve, each, of, uh, each to his own way. The land holds all on Judgment Day. This is a poem from The Ninth Wonder of the World, a poetry book by Jerry Rhodes. It's called Civility. Be it diplomacy or politically correct, or being civil or being uncivil, civility is not being politically correct. Then why do we continue to reduce everything to an issue? if it's a festering problem in the way, and our leaders dilute it to a foray. Inequality results in uncivil laws, uncivil rights, when we humans let relationships be decided by government. Equality only starts with civil rights, without uncivil laws, intruding on the relationships required to love thy neighbor, by living by the ten standards of behavior. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. 
Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's goods. Honor your mother and father. Worship the Lord our God. Thou shalt not take the Lord's name in vain. Keep the Sabbath day holy. These ten, ten standards cross all lines of race, religion, geography, and politics. That's civility. This is a poem from my poetry book, The Twelfth Wonder of the World. Crime in our cities, Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, Ferguson, Cleveland, East St. Louis, Minneapolis, South LA, Portland, slums, USA. Life is best lived solving problems, not just debating issues. Not giving in to obstacles, for life consists of solving problems and learning from them. Between two friends, there are true issues. How to raise their kids. How much sugar on their cereal. How many drinks is enough. Who is the favorite team? Between two enemies, there are true problems. How to discipline children. How to get rid of discrimination. Are the police profiling? Do black lives matter? Do white lives matter more? Issues are disagreements. Problems demand a solution. Are you a politician debating issues? Or are you a problem solver with a revolver? Or a lawmaker who will compromise your past and your future? To avoid truth, to cauterize an open wound when it needs a suture. What a pity. The problem is you, not the city. This is a poem from my poetry book, The Ninth Wonder. It's called Veterans. The veteran of foreign wars, of goals and scores, scrapping on all fours, fighting off life's shores. The veteran who's treated battle wounds and sores. The veteran must have a state of mind to diligently hunt until they find what they seek whether it be to have the strength to overcome the weak or make something good out of bleak. They're not afraid to try, persistently getting up from where they lie, battle-scarred and worn, tattered and torn till they die, but becoming the sun on the horizon each morn with experience and good sense and the will to commence. A valiant veteran is the best defense and the only offense. It's a collective effort to overcome the threatening retort to the kingdom come. Annihilation be done by the greatest generation Pearl Harbor to the kingdom had come. This is a poem from my Ninth Wonder of the World, the Trilogy of America, Tis of Thee, by Samuel Francis Smith. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. And there's America, 
by Irving Berlin. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. From the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. God bless America, my home, sweet home. And the third, America the Beautiful. Words by Catherine Lee Bates, melody by Samuel Ward. O beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties above the fruit and plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good and brotherhood from sea to shining sea. And then on, uh, in that same poetry book, I have a poem called My America, which I'll call the anthem to the trilogy. Not the national anthem, but the anthem to the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party trilogy. My America, lyrics by Jerry Rhodes. My America, oh yes, my America, to thee they sing. Of the visions of the poet, the words of an orator, and minds of its leaders. Be kind, be patient, be wise. Above all, be humble to the reasons that heritage of our freedom held high by human visions. For peace and prosperity to our masses, to our classes, let freedom ring. In the hearts of the doers, the protectors and the responders, to combat critics' status quo and the peacemongers held in tow. Let all of mankind be our friend for peace on earth without end. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine America is of the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs>